and welcome to another edition of the Firmware Update, your podcast of choice for all the things under the PlayStation Sun. Episode 216, I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me, as always, Joe Garcia. The one and only. How are you feeling, buddy? It's been a while. Uh, it's been, about, once again, it's been about a month. Um, but thankfully, uh, the news is pretty much dead. I mean, we've got the one big thing that happened, which was the, the Game Awards, and we'll talk all about that, but that is, that is like, that's going to be about 80% of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of it was just Game Awards, which will probably be the last conference type th- thing we have to experience for a while, I guess. Uh, it's E3, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's, and even E3 is going to be kind of barren. There's no, there's no <laughs> Sony. And jokingly, didn't Nintendo announce that there were not going to be a conference? <laughs> well, technically, they don't have conferences there. Exa- so. That's why I say jokingly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much all Microsoft there. It's like, God damn, it has been a month. I thought we were doing much better. Oh, well. No, no. Oh, boy. Hey, how's it been for you, buddy? Have you done anything new? Uh... Not a whole lot. Um, it's been pretty busy at work until right now, starting this week until New Year's. I'm pretty much it's gonna be two solid weeks of uh, of no days at work uh, at the hotel. So mm. yeah, here we are. Uh, let's see. On my end, uh, things were actually wicked, wicked slow, and then all of a sudden the Christmas uh, pickup started. As a lot of people are doing, hey, I'll just repair this four year old iPad for her. Mm-hmm. There it is, a Christmas gift. And, uh, and of course, just as they come in, everybody is taking a vacation. So it's been <laughs> busier than it has to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, yeah. Um, it's like I, I haven't done a single bit of Christmas shopping yet. I still have to make a list of the people I need to buy stuff for. Um, and we've got seven shopping days to go. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. It, it doesn't help that uh, – so we, our uh, area manager that is in the one of the stores, and uh, he's like actually pretty godlike when it comes to repairs, mm-hmm. but he's also really antisocial and doesn't want to go up front. So he ends up taking people. He takes a guy from our store, which is who happens to be our like most experienced and versatile guy. So uh-huh. it, it's sort of like uh, you know, and then like uh, the freaking uh, what the warriors t- borrowing a uh, freaking. LeBron James for a game. It's like, you could be fine with another guy, dude. <laughs> You're like, come on. And and it annoys us because it's dead up there. So he doesn't need the second best guy in the company just for a dead day. It's like, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it's the Warriors signing Boogie Cousins, even though they've already got four, like, ace-level starters. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get the first one, even though we don't need him yet, even though he's hurt. We'll just keep him off everybody else's roster. <laughs> It's like, oh, great. Thanks, everybody. In terms of video games, uh, I got in really heavy with Red Dead Redemption, and a lot of people aren't going to like this, but the game kind of lost me. Uh, I fell the hell off of that game. I haven't played it in like three or four weeks. (laughs) Yeah, and it's weird. And you know what I blame it on? And this isn't too much of a spoiler, really, because you Mm. find this out in the first two seconds of the game. Uh Uh, So this is a prequel. So we know where ultimately the story is going to go. But mm. so so you you basically I know like okay I know what's going to happen to you 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 and <laughs> uh, but and on top of that 
you're sort the gang's already assembled. Uh-huh. So it feels like going into the game, it feels like I missed another game. But really, no, this is <laughs> you're starting right here, smack dab in the middle. And because I know what happens in Red Dead Redemption 2, I know that this game is going to end well. Right. So, like, the inner me, like, uh, this is just a personal thing. I can't really say this is a slide on the game. But if the game, if uh, the game, movie, or story is depressing, I'm rarely in a rush to watch it. Like, I have a hard time watching the second half of Scarface, for example, just because I know it's going to go to hell. But it, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> It's like I, I get up to the point where he shoots the guy, takes over his territory. You have the push it to the limit montage, and then I just pretend the credits roll and just go about my day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like okay, I know this is going to end really depressing, and on top of that, I haven't had a chance to get to know most of these people in this gang. It, it's just that they're already there, and this is how it is. And then there's the one guy where I don't know why he's in the gang. He's clearly going to ruin things. <laughs> and so, and on top of that, you're like, and we'll ignore the story for a second. The the old West apparently everyone had an itchy trigger finger because I bump into a guy and I'll start and I'll be wanted and have a sheriff pointing a gun at me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, see, my problem with the game is not the story. The story I do want to see through. My problem is that for the most part, I find the game extremely boring and tedious to play. Yeah, um, like, I don't want to do any of the upkeep that they insist on me doing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't want to maintain a core, much less four cores between me and my fucking horse. Why do I have to brush my horse? Why does my horse's dirtiness affect its health? <laughs> yeah, it's a, that was the thing. Like, I, I believe they did this something similar in one of the GTAs, <laughs> and people universally didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, I think I talked about it last time we did the show, and it's like, yeah. San Andreas, like, right? San Andreas, a game I love to death, but I hated the upkeep parts. Everybody hated to that. Yeah, it's like... Uh, for Let's a... bring it back 12 years later. <laughs> like, why? I mean, for a while in camp, I, I was just hunting over and over and over again, because that stupid core and food would... W- wouldn't stay uh, white for me. So I had to go out hunting deer every day (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't figure out how to do the upkeep and medicine, how to get the up the medicine and ammunition things going up. Little did I know I had to play through the game because that's sort of the first, I would say first chapter and a half of the game is essentially one giant tutorial. Like, uh-huh. There's even one story missions like okay this is what happens when you get drunk it's like okay I wasn't planning on doing this but thank you for making me endure it <laughs> right. or hey this is what happens if you are stupid and shoot up a town I'm like well I w- didn't want to do that either and now I've lost honor so thank you there <laughs> uh, but yeah it's like like I kept doing it and like they want you to play through the game but at the same time it's like well I have to do this stuff for the gang like what what happens so <laughs> and on top of that a lot of the missions are can be kind of annoyingly come out of nowhere. Like it, like a guy shooting up and uh, the controls bug me to death too. Like they're, yeah. Oh God, I hate like uh, there was one where I, I was having a shooting competition with this guy on a cliff and I won and he's like, all right, well, deal's a deal. Here's your money. And it was like L2 or something like that to retrieve the money. And I guess I hit it the wrong way because I drew out my gun and now it's like, okay, well, fuck you. And he starts shooting at me and I've lost honor. I'm like, great. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the drunk mission I was talking about, but, uh, I, there's one part of it where you're riding with a guy in the town because you're going to a bar to get drunk. 
And as I'm riding my horse, I bump into a guy and kill him, and the mission is failed. And I was like, come on. And, oh, by the way, another thing I don't like about this game, something I haven't talked about in ages in a video game, long-ass loading times. <laughs> my God, the loading time. It's like at least two, like, it feels like three minutes go by before the game's ready. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it has some, like, fun, memorable experiences in the game. I don't want to make it sound like this game is, like, god-awful. It's just... I haven't been able to get into it. Like I'll be riding, I'll be riding on the road, and all of a sudden, this wagon will cut in front of me, and three guys with guns come out. Like, all right, this is a holdup, and just like, like <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> and uh, you know, I have to jump off my horse because I don't want it to die because I actually like the horse, and uh, then shoot up these guys and take their stuff and what have you. But yeah, my favorite thing is getting ambushed, barely surviving the fucking encounter. Looting the two guys as like like some straggler comes out of nowhere. He's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and decides to want to report me for murder. So now I got to either fucking catch up to him or murder him too. And then it's like, "Well, this is work." Yes, thank you. That's, that's this game of... is a job, and I don't care for it. Like this is one of those games where I'll get back to it and I'll just power through the story just to say I know I know how it ends. But it's yeah, it's kind of a misstep. And when we get to the game awards, you know, you'll see my frustration because. You know, like, we pretty much voice our opinion on this game, but at the same time, like, you'll see the success it's going to get, and it's like, really? Over this, <laughs> this, this, and this? Come on. <laughs> uh, but after that, a game called Smash came out. Mm. And uh, I've been playing it to death, and I'm happy to report as of a few days ago. And I, I, I want to take this time, actually, to thank my boy Joe over here. Okay. Who, whether he realizes it or not, was kind of like a driving force in me unlocking all the characters, which I did a few days ago. Because, you know, oh, it happened innocently. We were just like, after a few weeks in, we were like, oh, how many characters do you have? I'll just take a picture of the screen and show you. <laughs> and I noticed mine was a little bit bigger than Joe's. And I was like, I think I could beat him. I can, <laughs> I can beat Mr. Nintendo over here to unlocking all the characters in Smash. And that was a big accomplishment for me. So I, so like every day, like when I unlock a character, I take a picture, send it to Joe, not to taunt him, but sort of inspire me to keep going. It's like, okay, he hasn't posted any picture. I might have a leg up here. And there was one night I unlocked 16 characters in one night. Jeez. And, uh, and thank you to Joe for letting me know how to unlock the me fighters. Cause I did not know. And it's like, <laughs> which is literally just, yeah, just, whenever you want. <laughs> just create them and there you go three characters unlocked right there <laughs> and uh of all people it, the biggest son of a bitch to unlock uh well the biggest son of the bitch to unlock was little mac uh who could just counters fucking everything you do do to him and i don't know if you read the notes on the latest update that they did for smash brothers the i think it's like 1.02 but one of the key points in it was to lower the challenge level for unlocking fighters because there were a while where it felt like there were level nine fights for for some of these. <laughs> they said they adjusted it, but it still feels about the same for me. Like I, I don't feel like it's any easier uh, necessarily. I did notice, like, I, like I installed it. I think on the night that I got sixteen, so either I got really good at at the game all of a sudden, or it <laughs> did get a little bit easier. But once you unlock Little Mac, you've essentially got the power. And uh, <laughs> I, I like I've had the most trouble unlocking the Fire Emblem characters for some reason. Yeah, they are very juggle happy. I find like like Corin and 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 Lucina were motherfucks. God damn, god damn. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah. them. Uh, Kid Icarus's uh, princess. I think her na- her name's Paltina or something like that. Petalina. Petalina. Thank you. She's also a son of a. I'm shocked I beat her in one try because she was like <laughs> ragdolling Little Mac all over the place. Like most of her stuff feels like she's laying waste to the land with her moves. <laughs> and I got a you know no pun intended a lucky punch in and it knocked her off the screen. Uh, Doctor Mario took. Was the last guy unlocked? It took me like three tries to get him out. He was, <laughs> he was. Surpre- I got him on the first try. Yeah, uh, Lucario. It took like seven tries before I unlocked him. Like the sixth try, I was furious at. Him. <laughs> I didn't fight him at all. I just unlocked him in the, in the story mode. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, you're a lucky bastard. But yeah, Lucario. He keeps. If you go about it how I did, where you just challenge him on the smash. I just kept playing Smash with two minute time limits with one stock and, <laughs> and would just win and uh, keep fighting for 10 minutes until a, a challenger appeared. And uh, Lucario took like seven attempts because uh, that stage, he's in the son of a... At first, he was like killing me. And then I was starting to get good. And then... And this is still the only time this has ever happened. Like one of the effects of his stage is... Uh, It'll just inadvertently switch everything upside down and the controls are oh, all swapped yeah. out. Yeah. And I couldn't adjust and I freaking had him. I was, he was at like 145 damage. I just needed to touch him and he went, went flying, but I couldn't figure out my controls in time and he knocked me off. <laughs> yeah. When that happens, I just run the fuck away. It's <laughs> like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. It, just give me the corner. It's a mixed feeling I have so far on Smash Brothers because those fights were some of the most frustrating <laughs> fights I've ever had in my life because you have to if you do it the way I did you have to unlock them because they want you that ultimately I feel like they want you to play adventure mode but adventure mode plays for fucking ever and I just want to unlock these characters now <laughs> yeah and uh, I probably will play that I do want to try out classic mode because uh, it sounds like uh, they did a lot of work with that one uh, but I was just trying to unlock them and some of these fights are just frustrating because the they're super cheap. Like they'll juggle you in the air until they can kick you off or they'll just use the, God forbid you jump against some of these people because they'll just juggle you forever. The fire emblem guys are especially a pain in the ass. Uh, the Belmonts are a pain in the asses too to unlock because they just keep you at a distance with the whip. They're so overpowered. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I love them because they're so much fun to play, but they're so overpowered. It's like, oh man, this, like if you get someone with that whip, that's, that's it. You're done. Yeah, it's like I, I was able to unlock quite a few guys just by like keeping them at bay with the whip using the smash attack until uh, they just flew off. <laughs> uh, and uh, by the way, I love the the attention to detail with some, with those characters too. Like they jump, the moves, uh, especially from Richter, all the moves from uh, Symphony of the Night are in there, probably Rondo of Blood too, now that I think about it. And... Uh, when you uh, slash it, when you whip an enemy, it makes the same whip sound from Castlevania 2s. <laughs> yeah, and, and the Castlevania stage, too, you can, like, destroy the candles to get items out of them. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, there's so many, like, little nods. It's sort of like, uh, you, you ever see uh, Lego Batman? Yeah. Like, it's one of those movies, it's like a movie you have to watch, like, three to five times in order to catch every Easter egg, because there's so many Easter eggs in in it that you could miss them on the first couple of viewings. That's what Smash is like. There's so many little Easter eggs and nods to the video games themselves in there that you can miss them. And uh, it's fantastic, but 
at this, it was like the most frustrating. Like I almost threw a controller at one, my <laughs> and multiple occasions on how cheap these freaking enemies are. And I was cussing like a sailor too. Like my mother in law had to come out like, "Hey, you okay?" And like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Smash." <laughs> but I'm so happy I unlocked them. Uh, I will try it out again, but it, I'm worried it'll fall into what a lot of fighters fall into. Like when you do the main thing. Which in this case, it feels like unlocking all the characters. Uh, will I? Will it have my attention for too much longer? Uh, oh, we'll see. I'll probably give it a try later. I know it won't be holding my attention at the end of January, where two big games come out. So, I mean, uh, I think there's a lot of stuff to unlock outside of the characters. I mean, through. I mean, just for me, what the big thing is like, man, I love all the music that's in there. It's mm. so much fucking music in there, and it's all so good. Nine hundred um, plus tracks for Christ's sake. It's. Yeah, like, you can unlock them either, you know, through, like, as rewards for, like, getting through classic mode with different characters and whatnot, or you can buy them in the little shop that they got. Uh, and it's, it's oh, man, it's so good. There's just so much stuff in that game. Um, we could do a podcast just talking about all the little things. Like, the duck hunt level, like, the ducks will still fly in the background, and you can jump and attack them. And... <laughs> Yeah, and you get items. If you kill both ducks, the dog will pop up and then throw an item for you to use. And it's like, okay, that's cute. I love that. <laughs> and uh, I was listening to Giant Bombcast, or like uh, the Wrecking Crew level is literally the game Wrecking Crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Ed. Just everything is just freaking fantastic. And, like, they got all the songs from Sonic, which I'm really happy about. I actually wish they had more stuff from Castlevania, which maybe they will yeah. later. Yeah, they pointed out, too, that, like, the only like the only character in the franchise that got, like, zero attention or, like, the very bare-bones-ass minimum was Final Fantasy VII. Which is uh, shocking, yeah. Um, And th what, th what they pointed out on the podcast, I guess, makes sense. Like, all right, I guess Square, for whatever reason, decided that they didn't want to get too much Final Fantasy VII out there um, with the remake coming out in, I don't know, 20 years, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's the only, like, that's the only explanation because, like, everything else, like, all the, you know, all the levels, you know, like, well, I mean, everyone gets, like, the one level, really, for all the guest characters, but, like, um, but, like, you know, everything else is, like, oh, it has at least, like, a dozen music tracks, uh, whereas Final Fantasy VII has two. <laughs> uh and where, you know, everyone's got, like, 100 costumes and, you know, Kalao has, like, what, just him in Final Fantasy VII and him in Advent Children and that's it? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's literally – there. I'd have to relook at it. There might be a slight color alteration, but there's a pretty good chance that it's just those two suits as opposed to the menagerie of different alternates. And some of the different colors are actually really cool, like Bowser Jr., his <laughs> alternate uh, costumes are the other Koopa kids. Yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> Like, instead of Bowser Jr., it's, like, Wendy, or it's Roy, or it's... Yeah. Roy is my personal favorite, by the way. The only one in glasses. His <laughs> <laughs> glasses, oh, man. Oh, he has to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a fantastic game. It's really, like, I, I have to give Nintendo kudos, because that game really does feel like a celebration of video games in general. Like, there's something that will make you pop, like... Uh, <laughs> I was playing a level and I saw like one of the enemies from Galaga and I threw it and it flies to the top of the s stage, just like it would in the actual game. It flies down, throws a tractor beam on one of the guys <laughs> and drags him off stage. And I was like, Oh, fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> just fantastic. Uh, I I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, 
I, I can't wait to try more of it. So I expect it to do really well. Uh, it's also, it's, I feel bad for it because it kind of came out at a bad time. I'm like, uh, I'm talking about as far as the game awards. Cause, uh, oh, I was like, well, I was like, it seems to be doing pretty well. Oh, it, <laughs> like, oh money wise, it's going to do fine. <laughs> uh, I was just talking about like, it, it's kind of a shame that it wasn't in best fighting game this year for the game awards. And it'll probably be forgotten by the time the game awards come out. Yeah. Cause that happened to final fantasy 15 when that came out. Yeah. That came- and I don't remember what happened because it definitely wasn't represented in that year's Game Awards. But it, like, it didn't show up at last year's show. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that more into the show. So, Joe, you ready to get started? Uh, yes, yes, man. All right, buddy. Uh, all right. So let's take it to the news. So, Joe, did any big event happen while we were away? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it's it's uh, the Game Awards. Uh, that was kind of a big thing here. Uh, I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll Throw it back to you for for one question here. Would you want to do the actual awards first, or do you want to do the announcements? What do you, uh, do you want to go? Let's do the awards first. I actually have these up here, here uh, ready to go. I'm sure you did too, because Joe's super prepared. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll just go for go from the back to the big one here. So, all right. Uh, so I'll start at the bottom here. Uh, wh- wh- where, where are you looking? Just this so we... uh, I googled game award winners, and this handy little box appeared at the top there that just has them all. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a Polygon's list. I'm going to start from the bottom of their list uh, and work my way up. All right. That's, that seems to be pretty close to what you got, I think. Yeah. Um, right. so- yeah, what they've got here at the bottom is Content Creator of the Year. Uh, I guess people will be happy to know that Ninja won that. I don't, I don't, I don't, engage, I don't engage with any of these people. So. Yeah, the, the bottom of the list here is probably going to be the, the least amount of talking we're going to do on there. So congratulations, Ninja. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, best esports moment. Uh, C9 comeback win in triple overtime versus FaZe at the E League. I yeah. don't know what those words mean. <laughs> I don't even know what the E League game. What is, I don't know what E League represents. I'm pretty uh, sure the editor fell asleep on the keyboard. And that's <laughs> uh, uh, like I know these other nominees. Oh, you know, <laughs> League of Legends. There's is on two. Yeah. Two of the nominees. Got Dota two. That's one of the nominees. The only one that I know of here is is Sonic Fox. Uh, when he did a side switch uh, at the DBZ final in, during Evo, yeah, uh, that was pretty, that was incredible. I was like, man, they should just give it to that. Cause that's... <laughs> yeah, it's funny at work uh, they play a lot of fighting games, so they talk about guys like Sonic Fox quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, mainly, I know him as a furry. I did not know the menagerie of uh, things he came out and admitted to on stage <laughs> like the, that night, but. But uh, he's a super, super furry as he came out to the full-on costume, too, which was fun watching Joe McHale, like, just l- look at the splendor that is Sonic Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how that guy comp- – like, he takes his head off. <laughs> he, he competes in his normal human head, but – His when normal he can- <laughs> human head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – but, uh, <laughs> uh, but when he plays, he, he's, he's usually playing in most of his costume. Oh, yeah, but – yeah, Sonic Fox has gone on quite – on a bit and uh my manager is not a huge fan of the furry but he does make sure to follow up uh but however he will kill you in a fighting game and yes uh, that guy is world champion uh not only in dragon ball fighter z uh but also in justice 2 and mortal Kombat. <laughs> like dude plays multiple video multiple fighting games and will murder you and all of them. Um, uh, and his speech by the way was definitely a highlight and uh <laughs> By the way, can I just mention, was I the only one that was kind of shocked to see Joe McHale at the VEGAs after the 
the freaking spectacle that was VGX's. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess time healed all wounds. I, guess. <laughs> I suppose so. Um, anyway, but, let's continue here. Yeah, uh, well, oh. what's the next one you got? Uh, best esports host, which is hilarious to me because it's like, really? <laughs> it's like, um, it's like, are we going to give an award to like Joe Buck for announcing football games? So <laughs> <laughs> weird. But that went to if oh man, I don't know. I don't even know how to pronounce this. It's like oh, Jacques. Yeah, it feels like he needed to come up with the name, so he just slapped the keyboard and whatever keys he hit. <laughs> But yeah, congratulations to him. Um, let's see. You already talked about uh, best esports event, right? Best esports event went to the League of Legends World Championship. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, best esports coach, uh, Bach Reaperd Hangyu of Cloud9 took that on. He's best also- esports team, also Cloud9 for League of who plays League of Legends, I guess. Right on. Um, let's see. Best esports player did go to Sonic Fox. Uh, that's what his speech is all about. Um, yeah, that guy's really good. <laughs> um, on top of the fact that he's also a really d- good dude. <laughs> like, the guy Ooh. he beat for Injustice 2 uh, recently, uh, like a month ago, um, his opponent is that uh, got cancer. He's like, yeah, I'm going to donate 10000 of my dollars that I won from beating you to, to your dad's uh, medical treatment. He's like, what the? Whoa, <laughs> Jesus. It's um, nice to be able to do that and still be okay. But, yeah, yeah. It- Sonic Fox is a good dude. Uh, it's like, sort of went a little too hard on the Republicans there, but aside from that. <laughs> uh, no, <fuck. laughs> uh, best esports game. Uh, went to Overwatch. Uh, best debut. In- All right, now that we're out of the esports jungle here. Uh, best debut indie game. Uh, went to The Messenger, uh, beating out Moss, Florence, Donut County, and Yoku's Highland Express. That's a good group of games. It is a good game. Yeah. Um, I've played all of them. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, best student game, uh, which is a neat category. I'm glad they do this every year. But even though I, I don't think I have any easy way to play any of these games, mm. uh, went, to, went to something called Combat 2018. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, best multiplayer game went to Fortnite. Um, it's did good. that come out this year? <laughs> Was that last year? No, no. It's. I guess because they keep uh, updating it, it's still in the running, I guess, is what they're going for there. Well, I want a different category also. Uh, best but... ongoing. <laughs> Which includes a bunch of other games that are over a year old. That, mm-hmm. you know, people have... We'll get to that in a second. Best sports slash racing game went to Forza Horizon 4. Um, yeah, I can definitely see that. It, it still kills me that they join those two categories. It does. It's really bizarre. But then again, I don't think they're are enough driving games to come out every year um, for that to to really justify that. So I guess that makes sense. Mm. Um, best strategy game went to Into the Breach, which was uh, hmm. perhaps closest to where we can get to in Advance Wars. Best family game went to Overcooked 2. Hmm. Um, I've played the first Overcooked. It's pretty fun. I, I was kind of thinking Mario Party would take this one, but I'm happy for Overcooked there. Yeah, I, honestly, I would might have given it to Nintendo Labo. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it's so out of left field, but it's so fun. Uh, like I bought I bought Labo for my nephew for uh, what did I buy it for? Because <laughs> it wasn't his birthday. Well, before his birthday, um, I forget. Did you get the standard piano for him, or did you get the robot suit? No, I got the variety kit because there's so much more in it, and like you build a robot and you play with it, and that's it. But there's like five different things in the variety kit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, best fighting game went to Dragon Ball Fighters. 
Rightfully so. Yeah, obviously. Um, although I heard Soul Calibur Six was pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, I heard things about Soul Calibur, but it's just not my my bag. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's fair. Soul Calibur is that. Yeah, it looks super what they're doing with it there. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I feel like Dragon Ball Fighters was just for coming the coming out of nowhere that it did at E three and just the tremendous follow through that it's done. I thought it. I thought yeah, it was, it got the edge. It, you know, showing it uh, at Evo, you know, kind of supplanting. Even though there, there there's never going to be a, a scenario where where Street Fighter isn't the main event at mm. Evo. Um, it was the most popular game at Evo. It had the most concurrent streamers. Uh, or viewers rather, um, watching that that final for 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 fighters over <laughs> by a decent margin too. It's like holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, never thought that would happen. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's pretty much here to stay. I feel like so. Congratulations to the team who made that one. That's they did a tremendous job. Yeah. Um, best RPG. Uh, Monster Hunter World takes it in a pretty loaded category from from what I gather here. Yeah, um, I was really excited when it wanted to. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven, which I heard a lot of great things about. Uh, Nino Kuni Tiu, which I heard was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Octopath Traveler, which you tell me is very good. It's excellent. Yeah. Wait. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just I, I just realized that that was not on our tentative list here. So uh, for Game of the Year, so we're gonna have to talk about that. But anyway, continue. <laughs> Pillars of Eternity 2 uh, from Obsidian, uh, which I hear is pretty good, too. Um, so pretty loaded category. Mm. I'm sorry, it takes it. Uh, best action-adventure game goes to God of War, uh, another pretty fucking loaded category, uh, beating out Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Red Dead 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I feel they kind of tacked on there because like, oh, we need a fist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like... It's one of those, it's an honor to be nominated type of deals, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best action game went to Dead Cells, uh, beating out Black Ops 4, Destiny 2, Forsaken. Uh, didn't that come out last year? Destiny 2 is last year's game, right? It's where that an expansion is being called a game. <laughs> uh, uh, have uh, you played Dead Cells out of curiosity? Uh, no, but I really want to. Yeah, me too. It's like one of those games that keeps getting ravely talked about, uh, despite the fact that it's sort of attached to the whole ign plagiarizing controversy with that one guy but uh yeah i've heard nothing but great things uh and it feels like i should should be playing it yeah uh far cry 5 and Mega Man 11 we did uh bs best uh vr slash ar game uh virtual reality augmented reality astrobot rescue mission uh beat up beat saber firewall zero hour moss and tetris effect uh yeah, Astrobot is so good. Um, I bought the the VR headset uh, during their Black Friday sale, even though it's like a week long. So I got it on Monday, <laughs> um, and I got the the the, the bundle without without the move controllers, but it came with Astrobot and Boss. And man, both those games are really fucking good. Uh, Astrobot is just such a delightful game uh, that I encourage everybody to play if if uh, you've got access to it. It's really great. Mm, mm. Uh, best game, best game that came out in October. <laughs> there were a few that came out in October as well. <laughs> uh, best mobile game went to Florence, uh, beating out Donut County, oh. Fortnite, uh, PUBG Mobile, and Reigns Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, Donut County would have been my pick, but Same. I did play Florence, uh, which is nice. It's a good, it's an hour long, but it's fun. <laughs> uh, best indie game went to Celeste, beating out Dead Cells into the Breach. 
uh, Return of the Oberdin and The Messenger. Uh, I've heard great things about these games. Yeah, have you played Celeste? Out of curiosity, I have played Celeste. Uh, I did beat Celeste, and that game is excellent. <laughs> yeah. it's 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 uh, it's about as good as a, of a two D platformer as I've played in a very long time. That game is like the most. It feels like I should have played it by now, uh, just because it's getting once again it's getting fantastic reviews, and it was all over like almost most of the categories in this uh, show. So, yeah, um, it's made by the dude who made. Uh, Towerfall, which was one of my favorite games uh, around the launch of the PS4, like a year or two later after the PS4 launch, but still a really, just a really great game. Um, and yes, it's got, it's got a pretty similar visual style to, to that. Um, and man, it's just really good. Um, Celeste also won the Games for Impact category, uh, beating out 11-11 Memories Retold. Uh, don't know what that is. Uh, Florence, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, uh, and The Missing, J.J. Maxfield and the Island of Memories. Mm. Uh, I think it's it's weird to have Life is Strange there, because it's only one, one episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it feels like there's... It, it's actually, now that I think, it's kind of tough to... Like, we have this conversation, it feels like, with every episodic game. Do you, should we wait until the last episode comes out yep. before we include it somewhere? Or if, you know... The answer is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the year that the last episode comes out, that's when you include it. Because like uh, now that they've uh, nominated it after one episode, what happens now? Like when they release the last episode next year, is it disqualified because <laughs> it had a chance? Or yeah, like, like and or what if it falls off a cliff <laughs> and it's like, well, we're like really done for nominating the one single episode. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. You just gotta wait till it's all done. Or, like, what happens if it wins in the next two episodes or so-so? And it's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, okay. It's like, well, look, like, dumbasses. <laughs> uh, um, best performance. Um, we got Roger Clark as Dr. Morgan winning out over Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker. Uh, Melisanti Mahout as uh, Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the female playable character in that. Uh, Christopher Judge as Kratos and Brian Deckard as Connor in Detroit Become Human. Okay, uh, so th- this one I disagreed with, honestly. Like, uh, uh, I uh, like I really like Spider Man. You know, small spoiler, it didn't win a single goddamn thing. And yeah, it was nominated in a ton of stuff. And it's like, man, it, it could have gone. It could have won some. Could have won. won I can feel like this would have been the category for it to win. Honestly, yeah, because I really enjoyed the Peter Parker in this one, and. Uh, there's a lot of subtle things too. Like uh, he did basically each line twice. One in case you were just standing still, <laughs> and one in case you were web slinging. So if you were web slinging, he'd be like, "Oh, hey, uh, what can we do?" Like you know, so it sounded like he was exerting himself. <laughs> uh, I also really thought Kratos, the guy who played Kratos, did a phenomenal, phenomenal job of portraying this character that used to be all yelling and <laughs> giving him humanity. I thought he did it spectacularly. <laughs> Yeah, I saw an interview from him coming out of the Game Awards, I guess, like from the red carpet or whatever. Okay, state and... of his suit for the <laughs> – what was he wearing? <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, he uh, – yeah, that's was like, yeah, it was like uh, portraying Kratos, you know, like because he, he took over from – I forget what's – from I, get, for I forget who. Um, it's his first time playing Kratos. Uh they're like, yeah, like when I read the script, like I love the script. And then I asked, and then my agent told me it was really good. I was like, ah, I'm not sure I actually want to do it. Then. <laughs> um, but they convinced him, and, and he's like, yeah, my experience with this game was 
incredible. Like I don't, I don't actually, regret, I don't regret. Like I'm glad they convinced me because man, it was it was super gratifying. I was like, yeah, mm. and he was just so good, so good. It's like, and so granted, I've only played. Well, I've played quite a few hours actually, so I've I've heard author Morgan Tar talking a lot, and uh. I, I gotta say, I, I was like, I ha I wasn't really blown away to a point where I would, like he does a fantastic job. Don't get me wrong, but best of the year, yeah. yeah. Man, every time I hear his voice the first time, I, I during PlayStation, it's it's like fucking. I I feel this dread <laughs> in the pit of my stomach. It's like, oh god, his voice is so, mm. it's so so fucking. I don't know <laughs> something about his voice. Like it's, it's it, like you said, he's done a good job, but something about it. Just uh, really, I find it like viscerally disturbing <laughs> for mm. some reason. All right, boys! Like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> god damn! But yeah, yeah, that, that was the first one where I was like, okay, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it also won uh, best audio design, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, over Spider Man, God of War, uh, Black Ops Four, which I found an interesting nomination, uh, and Forza Horizon Four. Um, See, that was another one where I might have given the nod to Spider-Man because some of the tracks I thought were really, really fantastic and uh, mar felt like a Marvel movie, you know? Yeah. Um, I also feel like you could have put Tetris Effect in there <laughs> over fucking Call of Duty because, <laughs> like, like, half the fucking... Oh, good. They're working downstairs directly underneath my floor. Oh, hooray. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally directly underneath me. Um, fantastic. Um, yeah, Tetris Effect's whole thing, or half of, like, like is, like, the audiovisual feast that it gives you as you play Tetris. It's like, yeah, that, that like, you could nominate it for Best VR, but not for Best Audio, Best Music, Best Art, like, all these things. It's like, that it could have gone in there. And it's like, oh, okay. So right. here's a trick question for you. And this goes back to what we were saying about the unfortunate, unfortunately, when uh, Smash Brothers came out. Would it be fair to include Smash Brothers for best uh, music? Um, Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, they, a lot of that music is pulled from, you know, those respective franchises or whatever. But, like, I would say 80% of the music or 90% of the music um, is, like, remixed. Yeah, um, that is true. They, they do a lot of work uh, to to make mel med either medleys or remix music um, to include them for all those stages. And, and as you mentioned, there's 900 tracks of them. Oh, um, and they finally gave the main theme lyrics, for Christ's sake. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't find those annoying. <laughs> Every time game turns on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm just tapping any button to this game. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I really didn't need it, but it, I appreciate the work and effort they did to give that give that lyrics. <laughs> yeah, uh, and while we're here, best score slash music did go to Tattoo again. Fuck. This is um, what I was talking about. Like it, like I, the ending made it much more of a shock. But uh, yeah, it was like pretty much cleaning up. Yeah, because it beat out Octopath Traveler, Nino Kuni Two, Spider Man. Uh, God of War and Celeste for, for this category. And I'm looking at the rest of this list. I was like, man, really? <laughs> like I. Like, the music is fine, but it's like, you know, that's another thing that, that kind of bugged me for Red Dead 2 is, like, the music was such a huge part of Red Dead 1, and it's just, like, none of the track grabbed me the way, like, almost the entire soundtrack from the first game did. Like, the first sound, the game for, or the soundtrack for the first game is, like, something that I put on, like, regularly. <laughs> mm. Like, even today. It's like, uh, the music that plays, I think it's after Dutch commits suicide or what have you, and uh -huh. uh, you're riding down the trail and the song starts playing. Like, that. I love that song. Uh, it's 
There's so there's so many really really fantastic songs, but nothing's really grabbing yeah. me. Like when you go into Mexico for the first time, yeah, yeah, and it's like nothing's really grabbing me. It just feels to me, and this is horrible to say, it feels like stock Western music. Kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel bad saying that because there's like at one point in the show where they invite like all these guys who start singing the song. So I know that it's not stock, but it's still. <laughs> but still, yeah. What's the next? <laughs> uh, best art direction went to Return of the or of the Obra Dinn, uh, which I've seen, and yeah, I can see that. Okay, okay. Beating uh, out Red Dead Two, uh, Octopath Traveler, which I thought would have been a very strong contender for that too. Mm. Uh, uh, God of War and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, again, you know, Tetris Effect just fucking <laughs> just ignored. Like, yeah. I do feel bad that Octopath was another game that didn't win one thing and it, it really took a lot of people by surprise and became like this really cool game. So hopefully at, at least the... it got nominated in a bunch of games, It did, it did. Which is more than Tetris Effect could say. <laughs> the one the one nomination. Mm. Um, yeah, have you seen Return of the Albert Dindo? I, like, have, I have not. Yeah, it's got this, like, really, I guess it'd be, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a 3D game, but it, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, it kind of looks like this weird, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, Apple II slash, like, wire, like, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's worth a look. It, it looks like a manga. <laughs> Uh, which is, yeah, it, it looks like, uh, essentially a comic book, but with, uh, just black and white. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, what, you have something else? Oh, no, 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 go ahead. All right, no, because I was going to Best Narrative. Okay, go for it. All right, um, Red Dead 2. Oh, fuck! Uh, no, it lost me. Out. Fuck off. <laughs> beating Spider-Man. Uh, Ooh. God of War. Uh, Life is Strange episode... Life is Strange 2 episode 1, which, again, it's this is even stranger than the last one. It's like, all right, I, I guess for... What was it? The Games for Impact? I, I guess you can see it's like, all right, you can see kind of, like, what the game is tonally... Um, you can make that case, but like really one single episode of an episode of game. <laughs> um, yeah, God of War <clears throat> and Detroit Become Human, which is the funniest nomination on this entire <laughs> award show. No. Come, <laughs> no. Come on, man. You need to get out of here. <laughs> no. Come on. All right. We're, we're, we may have to tussle on this one a little back. <laughs> but, but Spider-Man should have won that. It should have. It, it was fantastic. It was, like, it was amazing. Anyway, but yeah, it, it did a great job. It was amazing. Like, it was spectacular. It was, <laughs> it was superior. <laughs> <laughs> it should have won because, you know, the story just grabbed me. I, I felt like Spider-Man and I wanted to complete each and every mission. Like, I, I, whenever like a APB would show up, like, as Spider-Man, I felt it was my duty to go over there and stop it every single time. But, okay, I'm just holding this up. What's the next one? Oh, man. And and, and the fucking... Oh, man. The Stanley cameo is so good. Oh, there's some... Those Stanley cameos are going to be killer up until we <laughs> use them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best game direction. Went to God of War. Oh. Beating out Spider-Man, Red Dead, Detroit. <laughs> with the second funniest nomination. <laughs> uh, and The Way Out. Which... Honestly, I think I might have given that one, too. Mm. I think this is the only nomination for A Way Out as well. Uh, a game that I still hold very highly uh, in my own personal Game of the Year uh, list. Oh, I'm going to try to squeeze in as many of these fun little moments from the show. But uh, I, who is the director for A Way Out? Uh, Joseph Farris. Okay, Joseph Farris, like, leading up to the show, they made a big deal on Twitter and other 
apps that, oh, we're going to give them a live mic. It's going to be great. Hey, to make sure you tune in. And n- I guess they got cold feet because, number one, they did it on the pre-show, not the show proper. So, <laughs> yeah. So if you tuned in at the specific time to hear from them, sorry you missed it. And Jeff Keeley was there. He was super monitory and didn't want to let him talk too much and then promptly took it away. And it's like, it's like okay, wow, you got cold feet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no fuck the Oscars this year, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on this one, bud? Uh, no. All I right. just, but you should play a way up. <laughs> it's, it's co-op only, remember. So play, I play it with Sandra. Okay. Uh, that, that's a good idea. All right. Moving on. Uh, best ongoing game, uh, which uh, went to Fortnite again, mm. like I said. So it's, it's yeah, the, all these games are multiple years old. Uh, beating out Destiny 2, uh, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and the Rainbow Six Siege, which uh, just which which uh, I just launched its year four content. What's this? <laughs> um, so that's that's interesting. I would have given it to I might have given it to uh, No Man's Sky on this one. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, man, that game did a hell of a turnaround from mm-hmm. when it first launched. Uh, and, yeah, the updates that they've done uh, since have been pretty great, especially, again, this year. Uh, with that next update, then they launched an Abyss update, which, you know, they talked less about uh, leading up to, but it turns out it's actually also very huge and, and, and good. <laughs> so, good on them. Yeah, and I feel like... Fortnite wins this every year. I'd have to do some research, but I feel like it's going to win this one next year too. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, next one. Uh, and finally, the, the big one, Malcolm. The uh, Goatee. Uh, game of the year. Uh, did not go to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Did not go to Celeste. Did not go to Monster Hunter World. Did not go to Spider-Man. Nothing went to Spider-Man. <laughs> Nothing went to Spider-Man. No. Uh, and it did not go to Red Dead 2. Thank Instead God. It went to Yes, of war. I nice, nice little, nice little continuance there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I really popped for this one because I thought it was just going to go to Red Dead, especially after the night it had. It's kind of weird that it didn't go to Red Dead, considering every category it won. But I was really happy because God Award deserves this this award. God damn it! Yeah, and God damn the people downstairs. God damn it. <laughs> All the time, we finally get time for this. These show. motherfuckers have not been working downstairs for like ten days. <laughs> I thought they were done, Malcolm. Uh, yeah, that, that's a safe assumption after ten days. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. I can wake up past nine a.m. now if I fucking have the day off of work. <laughs> no, uh, but I was. Uh, but yeah, I, I legit jumped out of my couch. I was really happy that God of War won this one. It's a nice little. Uh, I feel like the Game Awards have become important enough that this is something that they could tack on to God of War or like, hey, this game won this. So like already right off the bat, it was like a sequel is guaranteed. But now I think this like pretty much said, yeah, not only is it guaranteed, we're probably going to see quite a few games from this in this direction for God of War. So I I was really happy about this. And uh, small shout out for Monster Hunter World, where I was really this we made jokes multiple times throughout the show that it's an honor to be nominated, da da da. But it, it, it in this case, it, I was really, really happy that Monster Hunter World, which is a game that I gave quite a few months to, playing over and over and over again, <laughs> and and uh, I was really happy that it was recognized as a top tier game by put, being put on that list. 
I did not believe for one minute it was going to walk away with that trophy, but I was happy that it was included there. So yeah, I was really, really stoked. Uh, got anything to say on this one, buddy? Um, no, I mean, I'm glad I got a four one. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, before we uh, talk about uh, announcement, was there anything that happened at the Game Awards that didn't have anything to do with announcements that you thought was really cool? Because uh, I got one right off the top of my head. Uh, go for it. All right. So the Game Awards starts proper. And uh, something I didn't think we'd ever see. Uh, Reggie Filame, Sean Layden, and Phil Spencer all come out. Uh, it would have been funny if they came out to the shield entrance with the freaking out. <laughs> They're all wearing technical vests. Yeah. <laughs> and they do the fist bump in the middle of the city. Like, they all come out and uh, they don't announce anything. Like, I would have thought it would have been cool if they announced, okay, uh, cross-play is a thing from now on, but no. <laughs> but it was it was interesting just seeing all three, all those three heads, all, each head of the Hydra, all together of the <laughs> of the game industry. All in there, basically saying thank you for being gamers. And it was here that I realized how small Phil Spencer is, actually, in real life. Like, well, no. Um, Reggie fils is an enormous person. So, Sean Layden? <laughs> Sean Layden and, and Phil Spencer are probably above average height. But fucking Reggie fils is an actual beast. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think Layden had a good foot on him. It's like, <laughs> but No, I'm looking at this picture here. And they, they look, he's got maybe a couple inches or... Or maybe a few inches, but like yeah. Reggie's like a but, giant. <laughs> but I will uh, give Jeff Keeley a lot of credit. He made this happen. And I feel like other people have tried, like Greg Miller has, has said he's tried to do something similar, but it never pans out. But he was able to pull it off and uh, get a, like get all the heads of the each console on stage, basically saying thank you for being players, thank you for being gamers, and let's celebrate a kick-ass 2018. So I thought yeah. that was probably the best way they could have hoped to open the show so hats off uh, yeah i would say that uh that each company had a great year mm. it's like so great a year that even some games that should have gotten attention didn't really get a ton of it <laughs> or an award or <laughs> as yeah. we already continuously talked about here uh but anyway <laughs> but yeah i thought that was a really really super cool moment i already talked about the sonic fox acceptance speech and Joe McHale being there. So I, I guess he really does enjoy gaming. Though <laughs> it is interesting that uh, Jeff Keeley was nowhere near Joe McHale when he was on stage. <laughs> but yeah, those were the major standout things. So uh, I guess it's time that we talk about the big announcements. Yeah, and there's, uh, there's quite a lot of them. Um, let's see here. I'm just going to do them in the order. I think it, it, uh, as which they appeared, not necessarily which one's most important. Um, and also, I'm gonna kind of, only when it's like a big thing. Like I'm gonna mostly try to stick to the PlayStation and not So like for anything that not that was announced, it's like oh yeah, like check out this MMO on PC. It's like, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's kick it off with uh, Far Cry: New Dawn, um, which is kind of like an expansion slash sequel to Far Cry 5, which I don't, I don't think they've ever really done before. Like, uh, Far Cry games are typically kind of, like, standalone things, uh, where it's like, yeah, Far Cry 3, like, that's a new setting, that's a new character, all that stuff, uh, 4 or 5. And then this one, I guess, takes place uh, after Far Cry 5. Um, it's going to be 40 bucks, uh, releasing February 15th, 2019. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be, like, this really pretty cool-looking, I should say, Um like post-apocalyptic thing where it's like actually 
it's like nukes go off at the end of uh, Far Cry 5, apparently. Uh, but somehow the game doesn't lose any of its color, which is, I think, a, a nice artistic way to go. Uh, yeah, this is like just to address the elephant in the room. A lot of these games that we're going to talk about that got announced here feel like they were okay. Fallout 76 dropped the ball in the whole post-apocalyptic genre. We're going to scoop in and uh, run with the ball. <laughs> um, I think these games have been in development long enough that they didn't whip it up in like four or five weeks. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're. I know you're right, but still, the timing of it. <laughs> is... I mean, the timing sucks for Fallout because, man, that game blows chunks so hard. Oh, Lord. Uh, like, I played the beta, and that was... I was like, all right, I guess it's fine for a beta. Um, but then it's like... Nope, the beta was the game. <laughs> yeah, like, the beta, like... Yeah. Man, that game's got, like, a 50-something on Metacritic. Oh, uh, it is not like an a... art game of the year tournament, for sure. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it is not good. But anyway, going on to this, it is interesting because it was... Like you said, it's a colorful game. It it almost kind of reminded me of Rage a little bit, at least with the commercials that they've been doing with all the color smoke and what have you. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, it's an interesting little look on post apocalyptic. I guess this is just just after the post apocalyptic and what have you. But uh, the two uh, main main villains look are, look like an interesting group. It looks pretty hardcore. It comes out February fifteenth, I believe they said. Yeah, and. Uh, this is actually – I did not know that it took place immediately after the events uh, – well, not immediately, but after the events of Far Cry 5. That, that I didn't know. I thought it was just like, uh, here's a new Far Cry, and the setting this time is Poke Apocalypse. So. But, uh, unfortunately, I haven't been a huge Far Cry player. Like if any of those games that's out every year, usually I'm not really into. But it does look interesting. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um, I haven't played flat, uh, 5 yet, but I played 3 and 4 uh, a pretty good amount. Uh, five um, story wise doesn't seem to be as good as, as three and four, but I think gameplay wise, I, I've heard pretty good things about it. Um, yeah, so there you go. All right, next announcement. Uh, next announcement was something called Journey to the Savage Planet, uh, which is speaking of Far Cry from <laughs> uh, coming from a studio founded by some Far Cry and Assassin's Creed uh, veterans. Um, yeah, and it's a it's a first person adventure game uh, coming 2019 for PS4, PC, Xbox. Um, did what do you think of this game? Uh, oh, there's the phone call. Uh, <laughs> I thought I muted this. All right, unfortunately, it's not on my my Kotaku article here. Uh, remind me, is this another post apocalyptic game or? Um, yeah, it's according to this uh, Polygon article. It's a lighthearted first-person adventure in which players have been sent off to an uncharted planet that they must explore and determine uh, if it is habitable. Um, hmm. It looks like it could be interesting. Uh, yeah. Thing, I might be. It sounds like I might be confusing it with Outer Worlds. This is an Outer Worlds, right? No, no, it's not that. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. The 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 studio was founded uh, last year by Alex Hutchinson, who was the creative director of Far Cry 4 and Assassin's Creed 3. Hmm. Uh, you know, one out of two in bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has potential. I think it'll... I, I'll definitely keep my eye on it as of right now. Interesting announcement for sure. Yeah. All right, what's the ne- what else got announced? Uh, let's see. Uh, 
not a new game, Malcolm, but a, a game that was beloved on PC, Stanley Parable. Uh, it's coming to PC as the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Uh, that'll be out. Um, when is that going to be out? <laughs> Sometime next year. <laughs> Did you play the Stanley Parable? Um, no, but I heard a lot of great things about it. Yeah. One of the funny things is that uh, it came out on Steam, I guess, five years ago. Um, and there was one achievement in that game <laughs> that's like, don't play the game for five years. <laughs> um, and <laughs> the developer's like, hey, today's the day you can legitimately earn that achievement. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder if it'll remember. This is probably one of those ones you could trick by just changing the time on your clock, but still. Oh, that's yeah, funny. yeah, you definitely could. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Hence the but, word legitimately in that. Tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's one of those games I've been curious. I've heard a lot about, and I even thought I, I watched a few Let's Plays here and there. And it's one of those games where it sounds like I'll, I would have fun doing it. Pro- it sounds like a Sandra game for sure, too. Yeah. But uh, as soon as, uh, depending on the price point, I think I might do it. If it's like 19 or even twenty nine ninety nine, I think I'll be in. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, they don't give a price point here. Um I'm not sure what it sells for on PC. I think it's like twenty bucks on PC. Mm. Uh, regular price. Mm. Hopefully it's not worth it. Um, yeah, it's a fun game. All right, and you're in the subway now. All right. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that these do the loudest possible work too. Oh, yeah, you gotta do it right here. It's like, it's like, isn't there something you can paint instead? It's <laughs> some painting. All right, all right. Well, what's the next announcement, buddy? Uh, all right, so this is one of the first ones that isn't a PlayStation-related announcement, but I thought it was a pretty big deal. Uh, apparently, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, uh, the Black Order, is coming exclusively to Nintendo Switch. Uh, uh, this sort of caught me out of, out of left field. I was not expecting this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody was, because... Um, Especially being exclusive to Switch. Yeah, um, I mean, looking at the game, there's nothing about it that makes it like, oh, yeah, that's... Like, oh, man, I wish this was on PS4. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the game looks fine uh, visually. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was a mobile game at first. <laughs> um, the interesting parts are are that, one, it's being developed by Team Ninja, mm. uh, which, uh, you know, they've done great stuff before. They've done Ninja Gaiden. They've done Neo, Dead or Alive. Um, but the last time they <laughs> they worked with Nintendo, they made uh, Metroid Other M. So we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but... Uh yeah 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 this this looks like it should be all right because uh, it does look fun it like or it at least has the potential to be a really fun game so I'm really hopeful I'm really yeah hopeful. um those first two Ultimate Alliance games were were really well received um yeah the interesting thing is that you know those games were re released for for this generation uh and I think disappeared as almost as fast as, fast as they as 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 they were suddenly on they were suddenly off yeah. Uh, uh, Another thing that sticks out to me, how nice was it to see a Marvel game and see the X-Men back? Yeah! I was like, hey, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Because, like, the last couple of ones, they were just like, no. <laughs> yeah, Marvel yeah. versus Capcom Infinite, let's just take them all out. <laughs> yeah, uh, they made a whole Lego Avengers game just so they could exclude the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, man, come on. Um... I don't know if I saw the Fantastic Four in here, but I assume if they got the X-Men in there, that they're going to put the fucking 
pretty sure the Fantastic Four were in this one. Right. They have to be, right? They have to be. Why would you get go through the trouble of putting in the X-Men and not the Fantastic Four here? Let me see if I can get to that group shot. And uh, it looks like the main bad guys in this one are uh, Thanos' group there, there, mm. which uh, are actually pretty heavy hitters, despite how they were in the movie. Yeah, so far I see Inhumans, I see X-Men, I see Guardians, and I see Avengers. But, yeah, Fantastic Four have to be in there somewhere. Like, I'd be shocked if they weren't in the final game. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Because, <laughs> man, I, I was thinking through some of my comics... Uh... Dating through some of my comics yesterday, uh, as our buddy RK was texting me, like <laughs> texting us uh, about uh, about Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and I, I I went to go dig through my comics to dig out some of those Miles books, and I was looking through some of the stuff. I was like, man, these Fantastic Four books are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> really wish Marvel knew what to do with Fantastic Four. Uh, let's see, another day, another friend request from a bot. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from PK Premium Catalina. That's an interesting name. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a person. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's totally legit. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully this is a return to form for Marvel games because they're starting to care about those again, which is great. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, the fight w- at uh, lo- looks like X-Men, the X-Men Academy with the Sentinels and their legit big size Sentinels with Wolverine charging them. It looks like it could be really good. Looked yeah. really good, so. All right. Next game. Uh, next game comes from Patrice Desilet, who um, people might know as the original creator uh, and uh, creative director of the Assassin's Creed games. So, like, he worked on Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and I think the Ezio games. Um, yeah, he's working on something called Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey, where you play as some cave people, I guess. Um, but it looked pretty good. Uh, this game was actually announced a couple years ago. Uh, third-person action-adventure survival game where you play, again, as a, I guess as some sort of Neanderthal or or whatever. Yeah. Um, looked pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, like Sandra saw this and she was really intrigued, but I believe it starts off you're just like a, tit, like a base monkey and then you can evolve over time to as high as the missing link. Yeah. I think so. And we saw some gameplay footage of it, of you basically trying to survive the world. So, uh, it looks like it could be interesting. Like, what was the name of that animal game that came to PlayStation where you could, like, basically picked an animal and you survived long enough to unlock <laughs> I think you mean the excellent Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo Jungle, thank you. Who <laughs> plays a Pomeranian. Hopefully this will be a more evolved form of Tokyo Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that game was good. It was. It was a fun little side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so so Ancestors will be out on PS4, uh, Xbox, PC, uh, sometime 2019. Beauty. Uh, what was the next announcement, Joe? Um, here's something called Scavengers from the makers of Halo 5's Warzone mode. So, like, I guess they had a, one. I didn't know they had a different developer on a single mode of, <laughs> of that Halo 5 game. Uh, but two, um, yeah, this is uh, this will be out on consoles uh, 2019. Um, actually, it doesn't even say. They, they just said 2019. Didn't say anything about platforms. But I assume it'll be on uh, on, uh, on consoles. And yeah, this is being done by Midwinter uh, Entertainment. Uh, they're calling it a co-opetition game, cooperative or competitive cooperate. I don't know, competitive co-op. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently players group up as different classes uh, to work together to solve combat puzzles. 
uh, in each round. Uh, apparently, everything in the world tries to harm the players, including the environment. Um, yeah, apparently, it's going to be the type of game. I don't know if you played Payday, um, yeah. where it's like, yeah, it's cooperative by by nature, where you've got, you've all got this one big common goal. But you know, at the end, it's like, yeah, like once it's convenient to do so, you can totally turn on the other players. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's actually all of my money. <laughs> Thank you. Right. I was I was about to say payday with a touch of the division, but it's actually I think you, yeah, you're right. You could do that in the in uh, payday too. So, <laughs> man, payday two was good. <laughs> it was. All right. Uh, so that looked interesting. The trailer didn't reveal too much, as it was. I don't I don't think any of it was uh, gameplay footage at all. But it does sound yeah. like it could be interesting. Yeah. So 2019, uh, we're looking at for that. God damn it. Uh, bear with us, folks. We'll see. It. How long do God they take? God damn it. Uh, I don't know. This could be a while. Uh, so I'm just going to try to pause for it. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Next game. All right. Uh, this one was out of left field for me, but I guess they have, uh, after the success of Crash uh, Bandicoot and Saint Trilogy, they went ahead and announced Crash Team Racing uh, Nitro Refueled, uh, which is a remastered remade from the ground up uh, Crash Team Racing game, uh, which was an excellent uh, kart racer for the PS1. Uh, I would say the only good kart racer that isn't, or, or of the time, the only good kart racer that was at Mario Kart. Um, because Sonic All-Stars was pretty good, uh, but that was many years later. I agree, Joe. It was actually a really good game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like my wife, uh, she thought she saw this coming, so she wasn't as excited as I thought, but, uh, I was, I was super pumped. Like a lot of people I remember were actually pretty annoyed that, uh, Crash Team Racing wasn't in that, uh, insane collection when it came out initially, but, yeah. uh, I, I'm happy that it didn't cause this game looks like they're going to really work on it. There's new characters, there's online, which is something to consider wasn't a part of that one, which by the way, uh. Good online, I really appreciate after Smash Brothers because the online for Smash Brothers hasn't been really that good from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's new courses, new characters, and they put a lot of love in this one. So I'm actually really stoked for this announcement. And I believe, yeah. I believe it's coming out June 21st. Is that what they said? Yeah. So for, thir- for uh, $39.99, uh, that's coming to Switch, PS4, uh, Xbox One. Sweet. All right. Uh, well, uh, and by the way, the announcement for it is uh, was really, really good. The pre-announcement, I should say, for it was good because they had the guy in the crash outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it feels like uh, he comes out with the crate and it was going to be – and he, it's a gift for Jeff Keeley. And you could you could see for a split second he was going to try to spin into the box, and then he was like, "No, actually, that would be really that looked really stupid," which I think was a good call. <laughs> yeah. And he pulls out the Crash Team Ray, Racing trophy. We all know what it is, and it cuts to it. So I thought that was cute. <laughs> all right. Anything else on this one, buddy? Uh, no. But I'm I'm interested to see that. Me too. All right. Next story. Let's see. Next story. They announced that a game called Dauntless. Uh, it's coming to consoles um, and mobile. I think it's out on PC already. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah been, twenty. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say they've been talking about Dauntless. It feels like for years now. Yeah. Uh, so th- did they give an announced date uh, on when it's going to be, or a release date on when it was going to be? Um, it'll be April of next year. All right, finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Bless you. And uh, this. Uh. Is- 
This is an Xbox exclusive? No, no. This is coming to PS4 and PC uh, and Xbox One. Oh, goddamn. All right. Yeah, and we come to Switch and Mobile after that. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Sweetness. Uh, so I'm excited. That, that does look like it has potential to be really, really good, too. So Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, here's one of the bigger announcements, I think. Uh, Obsidian revealed their new uh, RPG. Uh, they had a little tease the day before. Um, it's called the Outer Worlds, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the way they're marketing it is like it's from the original creators of Fallout and the developers of Fallout New Vegas. It's like, oh, okay, um, never played Fallout One or Two. Uh, putting out thought, this, putting a little salt on the wound there. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Fallout New Vegas wasn't that great. <laughs> oh. Like everyone else loved it, but like I thought it was too buggy to play. Um, uh, was it better or worse than Seventy Six though? It is way better than Seventy Six. It's a step up. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it is a first-person uh, RPG. Um, yeah, it's got this kind of, like, um, yeah, it's it's got this uh, sense of humor to it, I guess. Um, kind of reminded me a little bit of Borderlands in a way. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's like the choice at the end where you see, like, the corporate guy arguing with the, the normal person and the NPC is telling you, oh, you've got to pick a side, you've got to pick a side, and... The guy shoots the corporate guy, and she's like, uh, you didn't really need to do that, but I'm happy you're with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's not to say that it is, you know, like Borderlands, I think. I think it's really just kind of the setting and the, the setting and the, and the kind of the writing kind of remind me of it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be an RPG the way that, you know, Borderlands kind of was not. Um, yeah, it feels like. Not only feels like this is sort of a uh, haha to uh, 76, but yeah, it does. We've been getting a lot of games as of late that is like the Borderlands sequel we've been wanting. Like, we've got this, <laughs> we've got Rage 2, which feels like a better Borderlands 2. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, you're not going to fucking make Borderlands 3. We'll just fucking go ahead. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, this looks really, really cool. And uh, just to get it out of the way, I believe there was a Rage uh, trailer in here. Not to just skip ahead for Anya Boar. I think they finally announced the date as May 14th for the release. Correct. Yes. Memory for the win there. And this was a fun little trailer, too, where it's showing off all the worlds and what have you. So feel free to, so feel free to check that out. Not to skip ahead for you, Joe, but it was a, I thought it was a fun trailer. Uh, do you remember the Rage trailer at all? Um, no, I, I didn't watch a trailer. I just know that it's got that date <laughs> attached right. to it. All right. Well, I recommend it just the same. So, <laughs> all right. So, going back to the Joe order here, uh, what was the next game? Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 worth noting that the game, uh, because one of the things that they announced, not at the Game Awards, but but uh, at Microsoft's kind of like fan event, where they're like, all right, <laughs> so he's not doing PSX, but we've got our Xbox thing over here. Uh, they announced that they bought Obsidian, um, the developer of this game, but Obsidian came out and said, it's like, all right, um, we've actually been working on this game with 2K for, for a while. They're the ones publishing it, um, and we're going to honor those commitments. So it's still coming to PS4 uh, and PC as well uh, as Xbox One in 2019. Excellent. Um, yeah, so... Well, not 2K, but uh, Take Two, which owns 2K. Yeah, I was about to say Take 2K. Like, uh, aren't they the guys who do Borderlands? <laughs> it's like, thank like you for somebody making... make us a Borderlands. Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, what's the next game? Uh, next game um, comes from Hello Games, the developers of uh, of uh, No Man's Sky. 
uh, it's a smaller game called The Last Campfire. Uh, according to the, the head of the studio, uh, Sean Murray, it is, uh, it's going to be kind of like a smaller game. Kind of, kind of, they kind of compared it to Pixar shorts where it's like, yeah, like we've got the, you know, the main features over here, but this will be a nice little diversion for, for a little while. Um, and it's an adventure game, but what he says, it's about a lost ember trapped in a puzzling place searching for meaning and a way home. Um, so this, did I even say the name of the game? It's called The Last Campfire. <laughs> Last Camp- yeah, it is The Last Campfire. It- um, it is interesting. Like I remember, uh, No Man's Sky. Like testament to how skilled these guys are. Like No Man's Sky, I believe, was done by four people. And yeah. all things considering, granted, it wasn't great at launch, but all things considering, hell of a job for four fucking people to do. <laughs> and then they said this was going to be made by is only like two people are making this game, and it looks phenomenal. It's like, yeah. it's like. What was the third game going to be made by half a person? Like point <laughs> five of a guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, they they didn't have you know a release date uh, or even you know platforms. Um, but I figure it's probably coming to consoles. So I figured I'd include it. Yeah. Hopefully 2019. But then again, this is the whole Fez two debacle where you know when the artist is by themselves and don't have the corporate guy saying, okay, we're going to release this game right it, it could take <laughs> it could take eon so we'll, we'll see hopefully that we see it relatively soon though yeah i agree yeah all right next game uh next game here uh where to go ah so PUBG, player unknowns battlegrounds uh you know obviously fortnite got a couple of awards and all the hype uh but PUBG is still a thing <laughs> uh one it's on ps4 now they announced and released that since we last uh, recorded um but the, at the game awards they they revealed a new map for the game uh you can play in a winter area now snow theme map called vikendi you know, there's no pret- bills and guns there now folks if you pretend that joe is broadcasting from on haunted mansion it actually makes the show a little bit more interesting there. <laughs> <laughs> good lord <laughs> i want to throttle these men uh broadcasting from monster island is joe garcia <laughs> <laughs> the wi-fi is actually surprisingly good on monster island uh, <laughs> god damn it <laughs> We're going to at least get through these uh, announcements here. Uh, PUBG, it's like 60 bucks on on the, the store. Is that right? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It should be 30 bucks. It should be, but it, sometimes it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up my phone here. There we go. Look up yeah, my phone. It'd be awesome to me if they decided PS4 decide, needs a $60 version when <laughs> Xbox and PC are 30 <laughs> We're making the monster upset with these talks of it being $60. <laughs> now, is it uh, actually Pub PUBG on the no, store? No, just uh, go ahead and search for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Player Unknown being one word. All right, so all its DLC is under PUBG, but uh, Player Unknown. Is Player Unknown? There it is. Okay, twenty nine ninety nine. That's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've appeased the monster. All right. <laughs> It's playing PUBG as we speak here. Oh my god. I hate this so much. <laughs> How many more announcements do we got? Uh shit, like seven. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna power through these. Okay, what's the next one? Oh man. Um Bioware uh confirmed that Dragon Age is still a game that they're making at some yeah. point. 
Yeah, by the way, they released it as a trailer that I didn't realize was a Dragon Age trailer until a friend talked to me about it the next day. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, sure. It's like, can you believe they talked about the next uh, Dragon Age game? The, they did. The, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this is right after the debacle that was Andromeda, so a lot of people are both excited and tentatively scared. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh all i gotta say on that one what's the next one all right the next one is from the developers of abzu uh the pathless which uh pretty looking game here it it looks like everything uh what was that pirate game that came out on xbox again uh sea of thieves yeah it feels like everything we were hoping sea of thieves to be (laughs) (laughs) like Freaking like the entire trailer is crazy. Like these epic fights, these monster, these monster whales uh, trying to attack the ship, and you can actually see the whale under the water. Uh, dragons, you, oh, it, it looks pretty incredible. But then again, so did Sea of Thieves. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Um. God, <laughs> God, God damn it! God damn it! Um. Yeah, that looks. Look for that. Twenty nineteen on PS. <laughs> all right next one uh next thing i got here um something that we expected to to release uh in april because it's been two years since the last uh thing that they released in april and that'll be mortal kombat 11 yeah from the realm studios i do love this uh they had ed boone come out for, to like give an award for best racing and sports game i think it was uh-huh. and uh yeah, at first everyone's like, going, oh, they're going to announce it. Like, and he's like, no, no, I'm just adhered to it. Let's talk about these games here. And they go up <laughs> to the screen where they're going to do the montage, and all of a sudden Scorpion's uh, harpoon appears through it, and then we're thrown right into this game, which is very reminiscent of the announcement for Mortal Kombat X where it was uh, Scorpion <laughs> and Sub-Zero fighting to this rap beat. And, yeah. and we would see a lot of the things that would be included in the game, including X-rays and what have you. And... Uh, in this one, though, it's a fight between Raiden and Scorpion, which is interesting because uh, the word is that this time around the main bad guy is Raiden, who mm. if you play through the story mode of Mortal Kombat X, it's him saying, basically saying, okay, this is getting ridiculous. I'm going to have to take things in my own hands. So and this is the guy who killed Shao Kahn in this story. So that you got to take <laughs> what he says seriously there. And uh, and uh, we see some interesting things, including like they've in the – in. At the end of every fight, every round, it looks like fatality. This is me just like guessing from what I can see in the in the fight, but it looks like fatalities can be done in every round instead of just at the end of the entire fight. Because mm. goddamn, it looks like uh, Raiden and Scorpion kill each other multiple times. Uh, <laughs> also uh, interesting is uh, the their outfits change between rounds too, which I think is given a hint that they're going to go the Injustice two round. Of having yeah. like, armors and what have you, which isn't super exciting to me. From uh, I don't know, like I like I liked Injustice Two a lot, but like I the, the whole uh, unlocking basically parts <laughs> for your fighters. Um, yeah, I, I didn't care for that particular mechanic. Uh, I mean, it's easily avoidable. You can shut that shit off if you don't want to deal with it, and uh, which is probably what most people are going to do. On like the... if it, like if it was like purely well, no, but I mean if it was purely cosmetic, I'd be like, all right, cool, whatever. But like. The fact that, like, oh, yeah, like, these, these things you unlock also affects your character stats. It's like, well... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I both appreciate it. I appreciated it, to be honest, because it gave me something to do aside from just unlock characters, which is the Smash route. And 
like I said, it it uh, it you can shut that off if you don't want to embrace all that stuff. So, uh, and I think hopefully they'll learn their lessons from Injustice Two on this one. So we'll we'll see how how they do things. And yeah, uh, kudos Ed Boon. Like uh, I remember story modes and fighting games were just a complete joke and <laughs> nothing interesting <laughs> happened. But I got to tell you, the story modes from both Mortal Kombat, starting at Mortal Kombat Nine, or just Mortal Kombat. At, uh, from the beginning through X through here. Like I'm actually really intrigued to see what happens next. Also with injustice as well. Like the story mode there is very, very interesting to me. So, mm. um, and, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think about like anything else here, like, uh, just, uh, Raiden looking really tough. Scorpion wins at the end. Uh, but we'll see what happens here. I'm very curious to see where the story goes with Evil Raiden. And uh, the the game is actually coming out pretty soon. It's in April, isn't it? Yeah, which, uh, yeah, that that's how they've been releasing the last few games. I think starting with Mortal Kombat 9, and then <laughs> two years later in April, Injustice 1, two years later in April, mm. MK10, <laughs> two years later in April, Injustice 2, and two years later now in April. Yeah, and uh, MK11. And I believe they announced a community event in January where there'll be further announcements. Yeah, because um, here was basically just the, the announcement of the game with a very cinematic, out of not definitely not an in-engine, uh, you know, uh, trailer. So like I, I assume we'll get like a full some actual gameplay uh, and whatnot uh, in January. Mm. Yeah, so I'm I'm really stoked. That's gonna be a I feel like that's definitely going to be on uh, the tournament next year, unless we have a crazy year like we did this year. But <laughs> all right, buddy, what's the next announcement? Unless you have anything else to say on Mortal Kombat? Uh, no, but it was nice to be reminded that Psychonauts 2 exists and is coming out uh, sometime in 2019 uh, with the new trailer. It actually looks really good. Like, this you know why, Malcolm? Because Psychonauts 1 is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this looks like a game like me and Sandra will play together, to be honest. Uh, it looks like a fun little puzzler. And uh, this is the most I've heard of the Psychonauts lore. So it looks really, really super good. So uh, I can't wait for that game to come out. Yeah. Uh, man, I got to replay Psychonauts. <laughs> is it on PS4 or PSN? I don't know. It might be one of those PS2 things. Might be uh, a Vita deal. or <laughs> No, no, not a Vita thing. But, okay. Because um, I know they got a few PS2 games that you can play on PS4. That might be one of them. Right. Don't know for sure, so I'd have to look that up. Um, but I'll look it up in a sec. Right. Uh, yeah, next story here um, um, is Fortnite stuff here. Um, getting uh, a new in-game community thing here, uh, something called The Block. Uh, yeah, along with a new creative mode that allows people to kind of just build <laughs> uh, freely as opposed to kind of frantically to, to survive. Hey, Joe. Uh, you can yeah. get uh, Psychonauts on PSN for your PS4 for $1.99 right now. Goddamn, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, that's two bucks. I think I'll just do that right now as you talk. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Fortnite, uh, this new creative mode lets you kind of build, kind of just to build, you know, because like, that's such a huge part of the game that differentiates it over, um, over PUBG. Uh, and you'll be able to kind of show these things off in something called The Block, which is a new in-game area um, that I guess uh, will change based on, on uh, I guess, the game based on, uh, what is it, fucking Epic. Uh, they, they they will kind of just uh, be able to, to showcase some of their favorite stuff there uh, to become a temporary addition to the, to the map. 
in Fortnite, which is sounds pretty neat. Mm. I've never played Fortnite, but that sounds that sounds fun. Oh yeah. Plus we got like the interesting one where Santa and all these Soman started attacking the field, so yeah. that that I'm looking forward to that. Don't know what the block is, but I'm sure they'll explain in time. Well, I just did. So oh, thank you. you did it too. Oh, thank you for listening. I, I could I, <laughs> I couldn't hear you over Godzilla in the background. So. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. Uh, unless you got anything else to add on Fortnite? Uh, no, literally nothing. All right, moving on. Um, the last thing here that I've got, um, not a not coming to PlayStation per se, but it does involve some PlayStation, tangentially PlayStation, and I thought it was super crazy and kind of tells you what direction they're going to go uh, with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate when they revealed that Joker would be the first DLC character. Now, uh, I got... Persona 5. Yeah, and I got to ask, like, when they started showing Persona 5 and Joker, like, what were you... Th- I was thinking, like, Arena Fighter, like they did with uh, the previous persona or something like that, or maybe a golden announcement. But w- what did you think this was? Um, well, I mean, I didn't watch the game awards live. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sent me this and I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw the trailer itself, but I, they started playing this and so many things were running through my, the last thing I was thinking of that Joker was going to be a smash character. So- yeah. And, uh, apparently Nintendo was very, very adamant to be like, all right, and this is very, this is indicative of the kinds of characters we're going to include as our DLC is that, yeah, it's like, well, shit. <laughs> Um, so I guess it won't necessarily, I guess Piranha Plant <laughs> will be the only Nintendo character we, we should expect, uh, unless they are going to dig so far deep into the Nintendo archives that like there's a, somehow a Nintendo character that <laughs> people forgot to include. Uh, it was fun watching this live. Like people were like, people were hearing the audience, like the, as soon as the, he turns the envelope and you see the smash logo being the wax imprint on there. <laughs> People blew up. They could not believe it. Now, sadly, we didn't see gameplay footage of Joker in action. Oh. But uh, I can only imagine what we're going to see in this one. And uh, it gives an idea of what to expect in these fighter packs. Like, uh, that, me and Joe, were, we've been joking about the cool thing about the Injustice 2 fighter season was, like, it felt like anybody could j- jump in. We saw Hellboy. We saw the Ninja Turtles. It's like... Pretty much anyone, you didn't have to be a DC comic character. It was now open to anybody. As crazy it would be to see a Marvel character in there, but yeah, I suppose yeah. that's the one lone exception. Yeah, uh, the, the only thing that they said is that, like, yeah, like if the if there's a character in the game as like a trophy assist or something, like, yeah, like they're not going to be, you know, DLC characters. So um, no Alucard. No Alucard, no no Waluigi, no uh, no, <laughs> no Zero or Wily. Oh, Lu- Waluigi! That, oh, that confirms it. God damn. Uh, yeah, no, no Shovel Knight. Uh, so that gives you an idea of what not to expect. I, I was kind of hoping they'd give us a mulligan and have Waluigi be like the third guy, third fighter, just to shut. No, fuck up. that creep. <laughs> no one should like Waluigi. <laughs> Ooh. Disgusting. You you know what this means, Joe? Bowsette is still on the table. Uh, no, <laughs> Nintendo's actually been very. They're like, yeah, we we can't legally we cannot acknowledge this because then that there's whole legality of like, well, we can't take like if you take something that a fan created like Bowsette, um, they'd be very liable to to pay that person. <laughs> that created well, like, I'm not saying not- steal it. I'm saying like, hey. Give the guy a phone call, like offer him, hey, here's five grand if you just let us have the character. Which yeah, they will not do that. They, <laughs> why, <laughs> because it's why? not something they 
because it's not something they created. Well, it's it's still, you can expand upon it. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, just a reminder for people out there. First of all, Persona Five, our Game of the Year winner for last year. And uh, also, as of least as of right now, Persona is a PlayStation exclusive property. So, yeah. Once again, that's. I mean, go ahead. I mean, there's Persona Five stuff elsewhere. Like they've like um, the Persona Q game. Uh, the last one came out on 3DS, and the next one's going to be 3DS as well, and that's going to include Persona Five characters. Um, but yeah, that's about the extent of it. <laughs> And it, it is, uh, it's, int- it's going to be in an interesting one uh, for sure. Like if Persona 5 is in there, then I can only imagine what they have planned. So yeah, it's it, it, like pretty much anything's on the table at this point. It's like, no, no one, a softball. Get, on. Let's get Crash Bandicoot in there. They could, they actually honestly could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, they've already got Sonic in there. So Mario may as well, may as well assert his dominance over <laughs> Over all the mascots and say no. Like a fighting game with Crash, Sonic, uh, Pac-Man, and Mario, all those fighters. That that's that's incredible. But uh, yeah, they, they could. They absolutely could uh, get that. Uh, softball. I was thinking of is is a. Uh, I know that uh, Rathalos is a boss in the game, but is there like an assist trophy for just the Monster Hunter itself? Uh, I don't know. Because I know I that can't say that I would recognize him if I saw him. <laughs> Because I know in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, uh, Monster Hunter was a DLC character, so I could see a Monster Hunter type character being introduced in the game proper as well. So since they already brought Rathlos in there, so. Uh, but yeah, that, that was super exciting. Uh, uh, it's it's been a it's been a pretty great time for for fighting game crossover, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, you know, they just got to be over in uh, Soul Calibur Six. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Joe's starting this profound speech right now, and like this fucker. <laughs> uh, NetherRealm Studios has obviously done a lot to, to get play people into Injustice and, uh, and Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah, it's, it, you know, they got fucking, uh, they, they got Noctis in Tekken 7. Uh, don't, don't forget, uh, Negan, which got a full gameplay reveal. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? And all he's doing is just hitting people with the bat. There's like no combos. It's just like bap. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> oh man! And uh, it killed me when he was doing the whole eeny meeny miny mo with all the Tekken characters. It's like okay, one of these these guys all together could eat your lunch, Negan. Get the fuck out! <laughs> You're gonna kill him with a baseball bat to the head. When <laughs> I've seen a bear maul these guys and they still get up and continue to fight. <laughs> I know, like we fought devils and bears and kangaroos, <laughs> hey, Hachi, Akuma, <laughs> all these, all these uh, ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, we're scared of the guy with the bat. Yeah, like <laughs> two of those characters sitting at the campfire could turn into demons. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, was that the last announcement for the show that you had? I did. I mean, I've got other news from outside the show. If you want to get that. Uh, I, I did want to ask really quick. Uh, how, how did you feel about the? Uh, show as a whole because i thought it was a step up from the last couple of years yeah um and uh, the ratings have reflected that because apparently it's been i don't know a pretty good a pretty good amount of year over year from in terms of viewership and i think uh yeah i think it can only get better i think because i mean there's obviously still gonna be room to, to improve certain things but um 
Yeah, the reality of the show is that they're never going to be able to please everybody. Yeah, uh, the viewership went up, and that's fantastic. I thought it was – they definitely learned a lot of lessons. They weren't crazy things like Mountain Dew presents best voice actor. and okay. Remember Schick Man or Schick Hydro Man? Or yes, Hydro <laughs> Man. They didn't do anything stupid like that, and I, I appreciated that. It felt like they focused more on the game. They still do that annoying thing where somebody wins an award, and then they're like, God of War also won this, this, and this. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And they'd still rifle. Th- like, there would be points where Jeff Keighley would be like, okay, here are five awards. Rapid fire. Here we go. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a step up. They're gradually getting better, like uh, – Angry. I was watching Angry Joe of all people. He actually, like him and Jeff Keighley, despite that famous fallout, actually made up. And uh, he said, like, you got to appreciate what Jeff Keighley does. Like, getting all three heads of uh, Sony, Nintendo, and fucking uh, uh, Microsoft on stage to say, hey, games are cool. Like, that. that's a moment. That's a cool moment. And that comes from only Jeff Keighley, you know, working with them for so long that people trust him to do stuff like that. So, yeah. I thought good show overall. Yeah, I thought so too. And folks, as you can hear in the background, we've got quite a few things going on, Don, and we apologize, but <laughs> uh, we will be back to finish the rest of the episode. We thought we'd just release the, uh, the, our recap of the Game Awards, which was a major part of the news here, and we'll be back soon to release the rest of it. Uh, once again, follow us on iTunes and uh, Pocket Cast and Stitcher Radio for those of you who have Android devices. Uh, Also, uh, iTunes five-star written review really helps out the show tremendously. We are also on Facebook. Please go and like our page. Page, uh, Thank you to all our fans in Vietnam. Uh, If you're from from another country, please like it too, because we're trying to reach out. we're also on have our own page, thefirmup.com, where you can hard download every episode as they come. And also patreon.com slash thefirmup. Thank you, Tyler, for constantly giving us a dollar every time he gets a chance to. <laughs> Folks, every little buck counts, so please, uh, if you can, we are eternally grateful. It gives us more opportunity to, to play games and talk to you guys and you know, hopefully get more on a more consistent format. Uh, folks, we will see you soon, we pro- sooner rather than later, we promise. So uh, hang in there. Thank you so much for powering through with us. And, oh we, will s- and we will see you next time. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>